boom, coming in hot chinch on a nice Friday, real nice. Wait a minute. Are we at the scene of the crime right now? Is that where the cop, are, are you at the hospital yeah. where the cop? Yeah, right here. You there got back is. at McGee Hospital. Sarah has her lump back to me today, getting that thing taken out real nice. nice. She just went into surgery, so I got to be back up there soon to meet the doctors. But, yeah, we're back at McGee Hospital where McAfee was born, I think. Yeah, yeah I remember. You, yeah, he said that. In his, that's very strange. Yeah. Very funny. There, coincidence. There's the flagpole where the cop tried to arrest me, being too loud. <laughs> do, wait, so you wait, do you have a, uh, do you have like a selfie stick right now, or are you just holding this by arm? Dude, I'm holding by arm. It's, oh. it's so funny. It, it, dude, it reminds it reminds me, bro, when I when I did the sh- the Pat McAfee show right before we did our show, <laughs> when I put it on the flag. The reason I put it on the flagpole is because I was on McAfee and I, I was on for like 20 minutes, and all of a sudden he you know, he asked me a question and I could feel myself. Like, <laughs> uh, uh. If you're I was just like, listening. I think the are really good. Meanwhile, my shoulder was convulsing. I was like, oh. I think I'm going to go in and see if there's any surgeons in there that can freaking do surgery on me. I've been holding this phone for so long. I just pull out my labrum and rotator cuff and Terrius Minor. Oh, Terrius Minor. <laughs> Dude, did you ever, were you into like the real world road rules challenge show on MTV? They used to take the real world, world cast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was into that a little bit. Yep. Dude, I first of all, I loved it. I was obsessed with it back in the day because I used to watch all the real yeah. worlds and the road rules and whatever. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'll never forget. It's, it's funny you say that. Um, cause the Miz, the wrestler, what is, I don't know. Oh, dude, the Miz was on it. Dude, the Miz was, first of all, yeah, he was on a road rules and then, hey. dude, he was the greatest. There were like four or five dudes who were serious athletes. And so when they would do those challenges, the guys would do things. I, I it's so funny. You, this popped into my head just now. They did a thing. It was a challenge where everybody had to hold two buckets straight right. with their arms up. And there was like a little like pole. So if like their arms hit this pole, when it fell down, they're out. Right. And like the Miz and three other dudes were standing there. And so they had these buckets filled with like, you know, an inch of water. And then it was yeah. two inches. They put another inch of water, then another one, then another one. And they had to hold their arms up straight. And it wound up being like, you know, like 50 pounds in each arm. And it just had to stand there for like 20 minutes. And the Miz won it. And I'm like, dude, this guy is such an athlete. And then like three years later, he wound up becoming, what was he? He's a. He was a WWE, WWE champ. WWE wrestler, The Miz. And, dude, what was so funny was he called himself The Miz on that show. Yeah. It is before he was a wrestler. He's like, I'm The Miz. And then he was like, that's my wrestler and uh, alter ego or whatever. It's so funny. And he made it. Dude, I, I had a buddy, <laughs> John DeLord, uh, Filipino dude, one of the best athletes I've ever met uh, in college. He almost became a pro- professional wrestler. And like I said, he's Filipino. And he, his nickname his name was Johnny Rangoon. I thought that was the greatest wrestling oh, name. That's great. Wait, did he almost, did he make it? Uh, I think he kind of gave up. He's making like a gazillion dollars. He went to Columbia University in like some sort of like finance degree. He's, he's making like a gazillion dollars in Texas right now. I think he's better off than if he, than if he, uh, <laughs> than he started juicing and doing, uh, and doing but, but wrestling. I have, a, I have a matter of fact, I have a buddy of mine who's like uh, uh, Rob, the guy's name Rob Maisie. I just was talking to him a little bit ago. He was the grave digger back in the day, dude. Oh. He used to travel travel with Mick Foley. I don't. He made it like on some lower cards, and like I think really? WCW and even WWE. But ne- he never really made it. But like, dude, he said that wrestling lifestyle was just incredible. oh, it's crazy. If you ever watch that documentary, the documentary is unbelievable. With uh, what's the guy that used to put the uh, who's the guy that used to have on MLB Network all the time that had the the bat and really oh, good Mick guy. Foley. 
Yeah, Mick Foley. That that yeah, documentary. Mankind, mankind. He was mankind. That documentary was like the most terrifying thing ever. Because because they when they would go to those like those minor league events kind of things and like Jake the Snake's trying to hang on and there's like oh, twenty five yeah. people in a gym. That was like that was like one of the most like intense things I've ever watched in my life. That documentary. Dude, it, 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 no, about the uh, you know, the wrestlers, dude. They have, they have no union. Those guys have no, no union. They have to work to get paid. So you yeah. you know you're traveling 300 days a year. I remember John Cena saying he's doing 300 plus days a year. It's incredible. Oh, yeah, the Mickey Rourke movie. Got, the got, Mickey Rourke movie was amazing too. The wrestler. It was called. Oh, the wrestler. dude, the wrestler. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. Sad. Dude, I got I got an I got an incredible story. I'm starting to realize that I tell tell me if I told this story because you could <laughs> shut me down if I did. Okay. When I when I met Mick Foley at Shea, did I tell you that story? I think I when know, I, but you've never told it on this on this air so, before. Okay, you know, you know what, dude? The same day, remember I told the story about, oh, no, no. Remember I told the story about when I'm five for five and I hit that home run yeah. against uh, John Franco in the Yeah, the Mets, yes. Remember you looked that up? Well, oh, yeah, dude, yeah, I yeah. had one of this. So, so I had another five for five day. Um, and and uh, after I got my first hit and the first thing I got to play first base and I looked to the left and there's Mick Foley and his kids, his, his son and his daughter. And I'm like, Oh my god! I almost couldn't play. I almost couldn't play. I'm like, holy shit! It's Mick Foley and his kid. So, dude, after the after the inning ends, I go into the dugout. I, I grab like, can't remember. I think I don't know if Dimitri was there, but no, Danny Graves. I go, yeah. you know, Gravy and whoever was the wrestler. I'm like, dude, mankind. Mick Foley's in the front That's row, crazy. in a box, right off first base. So, dude, I I wrote a ball to him. I'm like, dear Mick. I'm like, thanks so much for the hell in a cell match with the Undertaker. I'm like. <laughs> I was like, Did thanks you, for giving it all. Is that when you became friends? You Did you become friends like right then? Because you guys are friends. friends. Yeah, you guys are friends. Dude, yeah, yeah, we became friends in this moment because I'm like, I gave him and I, you know, I told him, I go, thanks for all you do for wrestling fans, you know. So anyway, I give him the ball, dude. I don't even know if he knows who I am. Boom, I give him the ball next to bat, and we're facing Glavin, right? Tom Glavin, throw, bam, double in the gap next to bat, double in the gap no, next to bat, bump, next to bat. Dude, I go five for five. Bro. You automatically became his kid's favorite player in baseball. Dude, incredible. After the game, I go to the clubhouse, and they're like, hey, uh, Mick Foley's outside. He wants to know if he like, can say hi to you. I'll come freaking running out as quick as <laughs> a human. You ever see me run in my life? You know, meet Mick Foley, and, and it was great. And we, we, you know, we haven't talked in a couple of years, but we've, We've uh, we we did stay in contact for like fifteen yeah. years after that. We gotta get him a call. We gotta see him and get him on the mayor's office. Too. Oh, let's do that. A hundred percent. Oh, that would be a great yeah, we're, great we're, get. We're gonna make that happen, dude. He's the nicest guy. Yes. He's oh my guy. god, he's so nice. He's coming to the network. He's dude, MLB yeah, now. He knows his sports, man. It's dude, fun. he's such a smart dude. He's dude. He's written like four books. Yeah, he's like, brilliant. Best yeah. Great New family. Bestseller, like legit. Yeah, yeah, great family man. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's why that documentary drove me crazy, man. When he, when he, when he that that steel cape, whatever that match yeah, was. Yeah, hell in the cell, hell in the cell. We uh, told Undertaker oh to throw him off the hell in the cell. Good it lord, it was in Pittsburgh. It was in Pittsburgh. You weren't there, were you? No, I wasn't there, but oh. I watched it. I was like, that's why. I that told was him, Thanks so much for thanks so much for putting your body on the line. Man. Let's go. <laughs> you know what that bring? That reminds me of when I the, remember when you were a kid and you were playing in little league, and even when you got to high school, and you would look and see like your uncle showed up or like. A family member was at your game that like never saw you play that much, and like how excited you were. Even like there's nobody on the field. There's like twelve, you know, twelve parents there. But then like like you know, my aunt and uncle were up from Florida one year, and they were like, oh, they were gonna come to one of my games, and I was like, it was like the most exciting thing for me. I'm like, oh, you get like a little nervous about who you're playing no. in front of. Oh, dude, no, it's the best. I used to love when you know random people. Would, I knew people were in the stands, or I knew lot. 
I left tickets for people. It was just like so yeah. exciting. Then when you get to high school and like, you know, the, the, the girls show up to a game, you know, the girls yeah. from the school show up to the game. Yeah. That's when you're locked in. That's when you're not no, striking. You're not oh, striking out. Yeah. Those days. It's, it's <laughs> next level. Yeah. You're in college and a couple of the five, uh, a, a band of girls show up that are yeah. friends of yours and a couple yeah, yeah, yeah. of you like, you're like the Thetas, the Thetas and the Sigma Chi's. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Kappas and the Pi Pi's. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the greatest, <laughs> but, by the way, there's one more thing before we get into hardcore uh, MLB stuff. My favorite place I ever played a college baseball game. Did you ever play at Georgetown? A game at Georgetown? No. Dude, no. their field was literally. I think they redid it, and I don't know if they moved it, but I hope they didn't. Their field was literally in the middle of, like, four or five dorms. So yeah. when you play, when you played them, when they had a game, like, half of the campus was just had their windows open. And they were, Dude, like, sitting so cool. in there, like, and I was like, wow, this must be, like, amazing for these dudes to play there. Like, <laughs> like and it was, like, it was lower down, like underneath, like where, where the regular land was. And, and everybody was just hanging out their windows, like cheering whenever we struck out against them or whatever. Same game, by the way, I'll never forget. They had uh, fully cement. Their entire dugouts were like cement, you know, those big bricks, you know, that they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, gr- I grounded out. I'll never forget this. Paul Fernandez, Coach Fernandez. This is my sophomore year. I grounded out. I go into the dugout and I was so pissed and I go, Bleep! And I cursed and I threw my helmet on the ground. Dude, this thing bounced like a freaking Super Bowl. And I'm talking bounce, boom, 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 all over the, the concrete walls. Bam! Hit my head coach, Paul Fernandez, right in the forehead. And he just turned oh, no. and looked at me and I was like, I'm sorry, coach. I'm sorry, coach. He's like, that's why you don't do that shit around here. <laughs> oh, no, man. That started, was, going nuts, started going nuts. I never like, threw oh anything God. in a dugout ever again. I, 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 that was like the end of my like road rage type stuff. It, it, oh, my God. It was the most embarrassing thing ever. This thing bounced dude. like 15 times. Anyway. Dude, when you, when, you, when, you, when you rip a helmet, you don't know where that thing is. Like no, football. dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, dude I, I did that one time in San Diego. I was pissed off. and come in. Bam. I drop a couple. F bombs, I slam the helmet. It starts ricocheting everywhere. Boom! It hits Bob Boone right in the chest. Boom! Oh. Dude, Bo- Boone, he freaking drop kicks and kicks it onto the field. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, this guy's a great soccer player yeah. too. Next, yeah. next thing you know, like I'm out there getting it. You know, like I'm like, yeah. my bad, Booney, my bad. <laughs> the best video of something like that ever isn't the guy actually doing it, but. Who was the dude, the pitcher, the crazy pitcher for the Cubs, uh, Latin guy? He used to fight Perez? all the time. No, this is back. Perez? No, no, no. Back when you guys played. Anyway. Zambrano? Zambrano. 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 He took, I don't know if it was a bat or his fist. Oh, yeah, bat. Yeah. Bat. And he's just destroying the dugout. And Ryan Dempster is just yeah. sitting sitting there, not looking. <laughs> just, you ever see that video? Dempster's just sitting there like he won't make eye contact. And he's sitting literally three feet away from Zambrano destroying the dugout like this. Oh, my God. Oh, oh you just oh, blacked I, out, dude. Sorry, sorry. I'm getting the call. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Hang on. I'm here. I'm still here. You're here. Okay. You got a dash. I'm not seeing Where, your face. On. There he is. Hang on. Nice. What, do you see me? I see you now. How's your shoulder? You do? Yeah, I see you. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Here you yeah. go. You're straight, though. You got a sideway. My son. My son called me, and boom. Next thing you know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into this, because you got to get back in... Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, I gotta get to Celebrate after this. Okay, we're going MLB.com. Hooked it up with the ten biggest so surprises so far this season. So we're gonna rip through a couple of these, like we've been ripping through some stuff recently. Number yeah. one is the Rays. Are the Rays the biggest surprise? Actually, I don't know if they're a super surprise. Maybe that they are uh, that good. Uh, yeah, I think that, I think it's a super surprise that okay. they're this good. Okay. But, but I, mean, I guess the, I guess the thing is, this is why baseball is the greatest game in the world. There's 162 games, so it's a marathon, not a sprint. You can mm. sprint anywhere you want. You can sprint for a month or two, but like it's a six month season. And I think one of the things you look at the Rays now, they're clicking on all cylinders, dude. Their 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 rotation's been dominant. Their bullpen's been dominant. They're hitting for average. They're hitting for power. Mm. Usually with the Rays, you're not seeing a ton of power, dude. Josh Lowe. Yeah. You watch yeah. dude, dude. last night against the Yankees. I mean, Please. launch the ball. Guys, an absolute stud hitting over 300 with some bombs, some mm-hmm. rips. They got some Fraley. Fraley's got some pop. Uh, Yande Diaz. They got some big. Uh, Brandon Lau. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, they got they, they got some big bats in that lineup that really no one knows about. Yeah. yeah. But they're, I, I think one of the biggest things for the Rays, they've always pitched it well. That's why they're good. But their offense is different, man. Wander Franco is a true superstar. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they they're, they're they're legit, dude. Like this is a team where you're like, oh, are they really that good? They might be. Yeah. They actually might be this good. Okay, so what is a bigger surprise? Them being this good, or the team they played last night, who was kicking the ball all over the field? The New York Yankees being this bad? Yeah, I don't know if the Yankees. You know, I, I think. Hey, listen, dude. Carlos Rodon was their big offseason offseason acquisition. Besides bringing back Judge, he's been hurt the whole year. You know what I mean? So like, uh, I think yeah. they're doing pretty good for the fact that what are they twenty one and eighteen? The fact that they haven't had their uh, one of their ace pitchers that they signed, mm-hmm. they're still a couple games above five hundred. And you know the Yankees, man, that that they're they they always end up making a run. So yeah. it, you know if you're struggling right now and you're still over five hundred and you know you're about to make a run at some point. Uh-huh. I, I I I don't I don't buy that the Yankees are having a bad year. I think it just they're just they're, they're just a little above average right now. Gotcha. Okay, so now uh, World Series hangover type thing: Phillies and the Astros. Let's pose the question this way: Who are, who are you more concerned about right now? I think I know the answer. Um, I mean, listen. I think the one thing with the Phillies is they weren't that dominant last year. Yeah, they were a wild card team. Right time, and then got in with the wild card, and then next thing you know, got yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. Um, you broke and up I think little. the biggest thing with the Phillies has been their, their starting pitching. Did I break up? Okay, you no, you're now? good now. You're good now. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with the Phillies, chance is that you know their rotation hasn't been good. Wheeler's not been great. Nola's not been great. You know, I think that's a that's been a big part of why they haven't really taken off yet. Harper's back in the lineup. Which is great for everybody. I think that Schwarber's just been okay. He's hitting what a buck, buck eighty-five. Mm-hmm. I think he's better than that too. Um, and I think, uh, I think, I think that team's going to make a run at some point. So no doubt about it. The Astros concern me a little bit because Garcia goes down. with going to have Tommy John surgery. Um, Altuve's been out most of the year. I think when Altuve comes back, that 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 team's going to be a different team. I like that. All right, let's do one more, and I'm going to kind of go off the cuff a little because they, they're saying the Pirates being in first place let me pull them together 
with the or wait, what's the standings right now? Are the Orioles still hanging tight here? What do we got here? Oh yeah, dude, the Orioles are good, man. They're okay. really good. What's a bigger surprise, the Pirates or the Orioles? You know, I think the Pirates. You know, I think they're coming back down to earth. They were what were they twenty and ten? Now they're twenty one and eighteen or something like that. So mm-hmm. another month to be interested to see who the really are. The Orioles are legit. You know, I, that, that, that when I look at them postseason, that merges of Badley Rushman, a lot of good young players. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez in that rotation, uh, uh, Cano in the back end of the pen. They got a lot of nice pieces that I really like there. Gunnar Henderson is going to get hot at some point, too. Um, Mateo, the way he's swinging the bat, Mount Castle, all these guys. There's a lot of good bats in that lineup. Um, so I, I, I really believe that the Orioles are for real, man. I think they're going to be around in the East. And, you know, it's it's not no longer are we talking about the Yankees and the Red Sox, the only teams in the East that we have for years. Now the Blue Jays, the Rays, the Orioles, they're legit too. So yeah, the AL East is just loaded, dude. Yeah, good for the game too. Good for the game when the other teams great, are good. Great too. for the game. Yeah. Great for the game. All right. Well, you got a lot going on right now. Give Sarah a big hug for me when she gets out of there today. And then what do you got? You yep. got Mother's Day this weekend? What, what, what What's your plans? Mother's Day. Oh, dude, oh, oh, right, real quick. Opening day of the Miracle League tomorrow, bro. Let's oh, go. Sick. Miracle League of the South Hills. Opening day. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 uh, I'm the announcer for games one and two, baby. Nine nice. and ten o'clock tomorrow morning. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, come out and join us in the Miracle League of the South Hills. If you it's want great. some joy and some, uh, some gratitude and some. It's in your life. Come join us. Give me incredible. So I'm fired up for that. It's really fired up, dude. Yeah. All right. Cool. I've got uh, my my godson, Luke. He's got his, uh, what's it called? Holy Communion tomorrow. That's a big one. Excited for him. Going to head over there. I got a really cool present. I can't wait to give it. Holy Communion. Say that again? Are you going to have a pool party afterwards? No, no. I'm not I'm not hosting a party for, No. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's, that's not even a question. <laughs> Why not? No. Why? Why they get to come. Chinchy they can come. The pool Uncle Chinchy, the Uncle Chinchy, the invite is often open, but it's invite only. You know, I'm not hosting all, you know, the, the extended families of everybody around here. That's not happening. It's just not happening. It's funny, though. You know, you say that <laughs> winter, winter time around here, nobody's calling the Uncle Chinchy house. All of a sudden... <laughs> the leaves start blooming. The pool gets open. Everybody's like, "Hey, what are you doing on Saturday?" I'm like, "What do you think I'm doing? Come on over, everybody. That's how it works, man. That's what happens. Yeah, that's great, dude. That's how it works. That's how it works. Where I used to live in Florida, dude. No one would call us ever, and all of a sudden, I moved to Florida. Like, hey, what are you doing? Any chance we can come down for like a week? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. and I said yes all the time. Back I know. Then. Now it's I'd be like, no, you can't. No, no. Now you say no. You gotta no. You, we actually schedule out. <laughs> We actually schedule out like timings of people and give them the opportunities. To come. I, I'm actually I shouldn't give I shouldn't give these trade secrets away because I know people are listening. <laughs> anyway, all right, man. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy mine. We're gonna have all a good time. Yeah. All right, man. Love right. you, brother. Everyone, uh, everyone out there listening, have a incredible weekend. We'll see you guys Monday. All right. Oh, also too, dude. Really quick. We're just to preview it, we got Will the Thrill Clark coming up on Tuesday. Probably the most. That- nervous i've ever been for an interview why. man my idol growing up That's he's the crazy. reason i wanted to play major league baseball college baseball <sighs> was will the thrill clark got him locked locked in for for tuesday yeah. let's get it i think we got to bring back the 9 and 90 for him because he's a character it's gonna be fun oh 100 he's the best the thrill's the best excellent the best. all right bro all right all right bro okay man love you buddy love have a great weekend you too see you everybody you.